0: The LLC, Limited Liability Company, is easily the most popular kind of business entity in use today, both for owning active businesses and for holding investment assets. And as it turns out, it could also be the most legally dangerous. I'll tell you why right now in episode number 23.
1: You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio. America's only podcast exclusively for affluent, self-directed investors, where each day of the week, you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from iTunes, Stitcher, and SDIradio.com, here's your host, Brian Ellis.
0: If everybody is doing it, it must be right, right? Right? As self-directed investors, it's not uncommon that you and I may need to form business entities like a corporation, LLC, or partnership through which to run a new business or segregate your assets or even invest your retirement funds via a checkbook, LLC. Now, I'll tell you more about that in just a moment. But first, today is Friday and normally today is Q&A day. And great news, we're still having a Q&A day this week, but we're moving it to tomorrow because I've gotten so many great questions about real estate note investing in the last 24 hours that I'd like to update the Q&A session a bit to reflect the latest questions. And remember, if you're interested in learning more about how you can get involved in real estate note investing, stop by slash notes right now. Again, that's slash notes Now, each time we form a new business entity, like we were discussing a moment ago, the choice comes up, which form should that entity take? the four primary choices are these number one sole proprietor in which you do business in your own name without a business entity number two corporation which is a relatively rigid type of structure that is well known and understood number three limited partnerships which is a flexible type of structure with legal history dating back hundreds of years and number four is the LLC a hybrid of corporations and partnerships that's wildly flexible and relatively new on the legal scene there are several things to consider when making an entity selection but for our discussion I'll assume that you're not planning to take this new entity public on the stock market, which would require you, in essence, to use a C-corporation and nothing else. So, by far, the easiest choice is a sole proprietorship. This isn't actually a legal entity at all. Rather, it's simply you doing business as you. And while it's the simplest choice, it's also the worst choice in nearly every circumstance. That's because, as a sole proprietor, you have virtually zero tax advantages, and in the event that your business faces problems with creditors, Every asset you own is at risk. Allow me to state that last part in a way that you'll understand more clearly. If you operate a business either in your own name or simply under a DBA, and if your business faces a losing lawsuit, the counterparty can satisfy the judgment against your business by taking not just the assets of your business, but also the personal assets used and relied on by your family, such as your home, your financial accounts, your vehicles, and anything else you own shockingly even your IRA is up for grabs in many states. Operating as a sole proprietor is a recipe for disaster and in my humble but entirely correct opinion it should be avoided in virtually every single situation. Corporations and partnerships are very different types of business entities and have a rather lengthy legal history. Corporations are fairly rigid entities that exist as a totally separate legal person from its owners. A corporation is generally responsible for payment of its own taxes. Contrast that with limited partnerships that are extremely, extremely flexible and can allocate profits, tax benefits, and other variables to its owners in a virtually unlimited fashion. Limited partnerships also offer a very, very powerful form of asset protection, which is known as a charging order, which generally limits creditors of the partnership to receive distributions of profits from the partnership rather than the assets of the partnership itself. And this creates some very powerful and interesting ways for a partnership to to discourage creditors from taking legal action to begin with. Now, somewhere between corporations and partnerships is the Limited Liability Company, or LLC for short. This type of entity is a cross between corporations and partnerships and has really taken the United States by storm in the last couple of decades. Like the corporation, LLCs are legally separate entities from their owners. And like partnerships, the LLC is extremely flexible and can liberally allocate rights and responsibilities among its owners, which are called members in LLC parlance. It's also simpler than partnerships and corporations to operate, making it very, very attractive for individuals and small business owners. The LLC is the most popular type of entity being formed today, and more specifically, one type of LLC, called the single member LLC, has boomed in popularity. A single member LLC is just as its name implies. It has one and only one member. Another way to say that is that a single-member LLC has one and only one owner. This type of LLC is conceptually very simple to create and to run and has thus become an extremely popular choice when forming an LLC. There's only one problem with it. They don't work very well. Courts have begun to look at single-member LLCs as if they are the same thing as a sole proprietorship because, in effect, they are. A single-member LLC is essentially a partnership that has only one partner, which isn't a partnership at all. As such, single-member LLCs have begun to experience two very serious difficulties when challenged in the legal system. Number one, personal liability of the owner. If the single-member LLC loses a lawsuit, the assets of the owner, including financial accounts, homes, vehicles, and sometimes IRAs, are up for grabs by the creditor. And number two, there's audit risk. With single-member LLCs, the business itself doesn't file a separate tax return, Rather, the income and expenses of the business are placed on the tax return of the owner on Schedule C. This signals to the IRS that you're operating either as a sole proprietorship or as a single-member LLC, and either way, your chances of a tax audit go way, way, way up. My advice on this matter is simple. Don't look to single-member LLCs as a way to protect your assets or get tax advantages because it simply can't provide those benefits in a reliable way. You should view single-member LLCs essentially as a bookkeeping device and little more than that. If you'd like to have a division of an existing company that operates as a wholly owned subsidiary of the mother company, then a single member LLC could be a good choice for that since it could theoretically make it easier to sell off that division as a separate asset. But if you're an individual hoping to achieve real protection for your assets or tax advantages, you simply won't get it by using a single member LLC. Now, multi-member LLCs, on the other hand, remain an attractive option. And in the future, we'll talk about some strategies for having multiple owners of your LLC without giving up real control to anyone else. And a quick note. Thank you so much to those of you who have taken the brief moment it requires to stop by iTunes and give this show a five-star rating. I'm so grateful to you. Every single solitary rating we receive makes a huge difference. Seriously, your rating makes a huge difference. So if you've already done that for us, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. And if you haven't, please do so right now if you enjoy Self-Directed Investor Radio. Have a great day, my friends. We'll be back tomorrow with a very special notes-focused Q&A session. And remember, invest wisely now, live well forever. See you tomorrow in episode number 24.
1: Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis.